0: All right. Let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucksters? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. WTF once again broadcasting from upstairs in my house in a temporary environment. Uh, soon, soon I will move down into the newly finished, uh, house of my, uh, of my of my podcast it's just it's right next door it was a garage and now it's a house and I'm going to move in there and bring my sound panels with me and bring all the equipment out there I got to get a rug first though today on the show Jessica Curson is here the very funny Jessica Curson, who I've known forever and now she we finally get to talk she was she's an insanely funny person and uh, she's got a Comedy Central special. Jessica on Talking to Myself, premieres this Friday, December 6th, on Comedy Central. And it'll be available the next day on the Comedy Central app, cc.com, and other on-demand platforms. She's also got a podcast called Relatively Sane. I don't know if you know her, but uh, I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy she's got this special. And I haven't talked to her in a long time. And back in when I remember talking to her last she was going out with um stop the Insanity lady, anyways, Jessica Curson is here, and I love her it's a it's some jew on jew action so what how'd it go? How'd it go last weekend How'd, how'd it go on Thanksgiving? Did you got you are, is everybody okay? Do we need to debrief? We should debrief probably because I talked to you Thanksgiving morning, but uh, I haven't talked to you since, and who the hell knows what could have happened? I can be honest about mine. I uh I as usual had it it took 2 days to cook and I did something I don't usually do and I yeah, I guess I'll share it with you is that yeah, I'm of the belief that you don't cut any corners, you don't go healthy on Thanksgiving. Fuck it. If it if it re- if it takes butter, if it requires butter, put it in. If it requires sugar, put it in. If it requires cream, put it in. Put that shit in there. One day a year is not the time To prove that you know how to uh, cook healthy, you know, do that every other day of the year at home, not for people. And you know, I have very consistent recipes, and I don't, I don't usually break away, but I broke away this time. The potatoes, mashed potatoes, had two vegans in the crew. My my cousin's kid is a vegan, and uh, uh, my mom's friend's a vegan, so I mashed potatoes and I made them with olive oil instead of butter, no milk. Just mashed with olive oil and garlic, and all that. All you got to do is cut your potatoes up, boil them with about a dozen garlic cloves, and uh, then strain them. Dump it all in, mash them up with like a cup of fucking olive oil. This is like ten pounds of potatoes, and just get them nice. And then if they need to be uh uh sort of loosened up a little, add some of the cooking water. And they were great. Not only were they great, but they fucking went, man. I mean, like like unlike any other mashed potatoes i've ever made i made 10 pounds of fucking mashed potatoes for 15 people and there was maybe a pound left in there they were very popular and and pretty fucking healthy just because i wanted to i wanted the vegans to be able to eat something and then i did um i did squash no yams usually i do the yams with the brown sugar and the pecans and the butter streusel on top that whole business haven't done that in a couple of years. Last year, I did some mishmash of yams with some garam masala. This year, I just kabocha squash straight up, sliced it up into small triangles, roasted that shit with coconut oil and garam masala on it and a little salt, served the little uh, little pieces. Wait, people loved it. But also, with the leftover squash, I did something that turned out to be fucking amazing. Now, I eat a lot of kabocha squash. I don't know about you, but I do. And... I steamed one, I gutted it, cut it up, steamed it, skin on, and then I mashed it with just a little bit with some coconut oil, just mashed the shit out of it with the skin on, so it's like kind of that orange flecked with the green from the skin, which breaks down, and just with coconut oil and a little salt, fucking great, like I can't wait to make it in like an hour, I'm going to make it, it's Sunday, I'm recording this, and everything was good, people were getting older, and I was sort of at in the back of my head had my cat on my mind, LaFonda, who was here sick, and I was hoping she was bouncing back. But, you know, my mother's getting older. Her boyfriend's getting older. I kept my anger at bay. We did a nice beach day. You know, my brother was there with his son who fished a lot, his 18-year-old boy, my cousins, everybody. It was actually very nice. My buddy Dave came down. I met his buddy, Phil, who just got a new kidney. That was a nice day after Thanksgiving. Meet my, my, my old buddy Dave and I got sober about three years apart. He's about 17. I'm about 20. His pal Phil's like 36. Had a little, uh, get together. He wanted us to meet. We were very you know, prominent, important in his life and we'd never met each other. So that was a nice way to spend a couple hours on Friday after the beach. A little clarity, a little recovery talk. Some, uh, laughs. But yeah, man, mine went okay. Did yours, before I left, I don't know how much I told you, You know, I took LaFonda in, because when I got home from my last trip to Ireland, she wasn't well, and um, she's got kidney problems, but I think she's had them a long time, she also had a, a, a bladder infection, which we treated, but I was only home for a couple of days, the vet told me to do uh, subcutaneous fluids, which I did for two days, which is not easy. And while I was away, I was hoping she was bouncing back. I had the guy who watched my house feeding her a lot, and I get home and she's not great. I don't know, not good. I don't know how long she's going to last. And I know that I'm, I'm just happy I'm home, and I, I'm going to be home for a couple weeks here, and uh, I can sort of monitor the situation and, uh, and be, uh, be loving to my kitty. Her brother's old too, but he seems to be bouncing around on the medicine from the hyperthyroid. But I guess I'll know. I'll know when to do what's necessary. But she's eating. She's drinking. She's kind of getting around. She's hanging out a bit, but she's just definitely weak. And the doc said, look, if, you know, I said, well, how am I going to know? And he said, well, if she's got diarrhea or she's like throwing up and, but she's not doing that. She's just very weak. But she's trying, and she's eating and drinking and uh, and, and not hiding. So I, I should wait, right? I guess I'll try to give her the subcutaneous fluids again. It's just sad, man, because she ain't what she used to be, and it's just the way it is. I seem to have missed most of the the killings or the deaths of, of, of my pets somehow or another. I don't know. But she died uh, when I was away in New York years ago, and Boomer disappeared, and... Well, Moxie, I, I don't know uh, what happened to Moxie. My ex took her. And, uh, I don't know. Deaf black cat got ripped up, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I guess I've just been spared that, but I really want to be there for, uh, for Fonda and Monkey. Monkey's doing fine. Buster's doing good. But Lafonda's, um, Lafonda is maybe on her way out and it's hard because I've spent 15 years with that fucking cat and she was, uh, always a trip, always a tricky cat, tough. And, uh, she's just breaking down as we all are. But, um, so yeah, so it's heavy. It's been a heavy day today, man. It's a heavy time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to feel sometimes. I'm in a, a thing now, which is, it feels good. I'm just trying to be happy, man. I'm just trying to let things go. And have a shot at being happy and being open and being trusting of another person and letting myself be in it. But you end up hurting a lot of people in a lifetime, don't you? If you take chances. If you're a free thinker. That's the funny thing is like so many of these fucking fake alpha dudes and free thinking fuckers. So many of them are are locked into some pretty old standards around male-female relationships, around the idea of survivalism. You know, just because you let your brain go and you open your mind up to any renegade strand of bullshit fucking theory because you don't know the truth. Maybe even you weren't educated in the truth doesn't make you a free thinker. You know, taking chances with your thoughts and your mind in a way that's creative. You know, proactive, interesting, honoring your own sense of personal freedom and desire and feeling. I mean, that's, you know, that's real free thinking, real taking chances. But most people don't want to do that because the security thing, I don't know, it wears on you when you're out there in the world trying to put yourself together, trying to find love, trying to. Work through things without falling into the standard sort of trappings of regular life or the status quo. Uh, you end up uh, carrying a heavy burden on your heart and hurting people. But it's gonna be okay, folks. I'm gonna be okay. It's weird, man. You get into your 50s and you start to realize, okay, this is it. I bet. I better really you know try to let shit go engage open up have some fun get a little happiness. I used to be I used to think peace of mind was enough, but I I'm starting to think happiness might be possible. Yes. Yes, in light of all this aging and sickness and death and heartache, I think happiness is possible. And also the ongoing spectacle of a world Trending towards destruction on an environmental level and uh, just a society of strong man leaders and, and complete authoritarianism on another level. But the beautiful thing about uh, about everything that's going on in the world is that there are moments where you can just say, fuck the world. What about my heart? What about my mind? What about my life? Who am I? What do I do now? Right? Let's get some laughs. Jessica Curson is here. Yeah. Her new special, Jessica Curson Talking to Myself, uh, premieres uh, this Friday, December 6th, Comedy Central. Be available the next day on the Comedy Central app and at cc.com and uh, other on-demand platforms. She also has the podcast Relatively Sane, which you can get wherever you get podcasts. And I love talking to her. I love her. This is me and Jessica Curson. It's so weird. I mean, like, I feel like I know you forever and we don't, we don't know each other that well, but there's always a, a familiarity, a Jew thing, a yeah, New York it's thing. Yeah, definitely a Jew thing. But I remember you from a, a long time ago, but you're, you started after me doing stand up, but I remember you when you were younger. What do you remember? Well, th- I have one very specific memory. About uh why well, I remember? <laughs> oh well, no! You, no, no! I remember you were just all you always, but you still like this. You all lit up, a lot of energy. You know, a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Aggressive comedy. And I remember the first time I saw you, I'm like, "Holy shit! Well, this is like the history of Jewish comedy."
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> a, it's in, anxiety in and person. anger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. It's, it's like it's all there: <laughs> the the anger, the charm, the the meanness, the faces. It's yeah, all, it's all happening all
1: at once. Yeah, nobody like this person jessica curse on <laughs> <laughs> well i purposely have always tried to be different because it it helps it works it's well, a part of me
0: right well i think you're different in that you, you know the energy and the intensity is different but there is uh you know the like we all fall into this sort of kind of ashkenaz tradition <laughs> <laughs> ashkenaz i love it <laughs> you know of <laughs> of Jew comedy, you yeah. know, some more than others, but like, yeah. there, but like, I've always been a big sort of, I, I like seeing that. Yeah. You know, that I that do too. people who fall into the history. I'll tell you the, the memory I have is that when you were dating,
1: I knew you were going to bring this up. I mean, I knew this is what you were going to say
0: because like, do you mm-hmm. remember when I, I found out it was her and I went <laughs> so crazy? It was insane. But but you were well. We can say right. Of or, course, yeah. So what was her name, Susie Powder? What was her so name? I love you. You just said Susie, Susan we, Powder. Susan Powder used to be on TV. Yeah. Stop the insanity. Yeah. And I loved her. And then like I hadn't seen her in a long time. And then you show up at the <laughs> cellar, and you guys are dating. I'm like, no way. I know you freaked out. I did because I was I was uh, it was one of those uh, she you know where you're uh, what do they call it where you you have a secret fan of somebody like who, would you think I would be. A big Susie Susan Powder fan? No.
1: Right. I mean, but she was huge. I know. She was. And the funniest thing was she was an exercise guru. Right. And I was a house when I was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was just so did, crazy. Nothing added up to me. Never. but I was, I was yeah. happy for everybody, but I, I didn't I didn't understand how it was. I happening. didn't either. I really don't. I, I went through a horrible breakup. I was with someone for 12 years and it was horrible. So I was distraught and a mess. And like, it was one of those relationships you get out of and you're like, can I even wash my hair? Like, I felt completely (laughs) like I should have worn a helmet and like I was a mess. And then I met her through Rosie O'Donnell uh-huh. on her cruise, yeah. And she was hot, yeah. I mean, she was hot. She remember, was. When, when for you sure. saw her, she had dreads and yeah. high heels, and but she, she was.
0: But she was also on the other side of her fame, right? When I met her, way other side. Yeah, because I can't even put the. I can't even get a timeline with it.
1: No, and I don't remember. It was way past right. when she was big. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't remember what year she was big, but I remember, like, I had this guilty pleasure is what it was, mm-hmm. watching her, cause I, she used to make me feel g- better. And I don't know, <laughs> she was on TV with the exercise, and it was this whole stop the insanity business. Right. And I really got a kick out of her. Yeah, And then, like, years later, there she is with you at the comedy show. And I'm it like, was
1: insane. Like, it happened? wasn't stopping me. And said, this was, like, revving up the insanity, the For two you. of us together. Oh, oh no. my God, it was insane. Well,
0: anybody who's making a living as an exercise guru <laughs> whose tagline <laughs> is stop the insanity has got to be out of her fucking mind. There's no way. Out of her, but
1: so hot, <laughs> yeah. so hot.
0: Yeah, she was pretty, yeah.
1: I mean like that's what she gave me so much attention. She was very charismatic so I got hooked in. Well, when I got into So you're
0: on the cruise doing comedy for Rosie's thing? Yeah, yeah and, and, and then, then I was, met
1: her and I was like so, I was, was she I was doing exercise myself. on the thing. Um she was doing some classes and talks I think yeah. but she really hit hit hard with me like she really went after me. Really? And then I when I was with her I was the healthiest I ever was. I did yoga every day. She cooked me all the shit. <laughs> I was just like, "Can you just take your clothes off?" I really. <laughs> don't want to bend over and breathe i this is i'll do it if you're gonna your have sex off. with me yeah but i can't and then that all ended but the exercise continued so it was a mess there was no sex but there was a lot of downward dogs really oh Wait, I was so like, you
0: stayed with her after for were- a
1: little while but it was you know i i cared about her but i tried to fix her it was crazy you tried was, to fix her yeah oh boy yeah, and she was, was trying to fix
0: you? Everyone was trying to fix each other?
1: I I, I guess so. It was just, it was an insane... You
0: both had p- I, projects going on oh with my, the other person? I'll
1: never forget when I took her to the country club. You're going to love this. To the, the Jewish club. country club. My grandmother's country <laughs> club in New Jersey. <laughs> you know, and no. she had an adopted son, and he was black. He was gorgeous. <laughs> this is the best And and Susan is in, like, with the tattoos, the dreads, like, the huge boobs, the great body. And she took her son to the bathroom, and my grandmother looks at me, and she goes, What? Did she have to adopt a black child? (laughs) There's so many white children that need homes. I was like, Oh, my.
0: (laughs) So, all right. So, let's let's go back, though, because I, you know, like, your jersey...
1: Yeah, I grew up in South Orange, New Jersey. South Orange. It's an amazing place.
0: Great memories of Jersey. Because, you know, we moved away from there when I was in third grade. You know, I I didn't live there, but I fly back. So it was a big treat. My grandparents' oh. house, so I'd go there three or four times a year, and it always meant a lot to me. New Jersey, I have a
1: very me too. Uh, beautiful yeah.
0: uh, memories of
1: oh. it. Oh, I think it's an it's an incredible place. It People is People really. make fun of it. It's like it's gorgeous. I grew up around mountains and and beautiful trees and deer. and yeah. it's gorgeous. And
0: all the back when I was a kid, they had
1: the good tomatoes. Oh, they have amazing! <laughs> My mother just gave me tomatoes last week. <laughs> you have to try these tomatoes. <laughs> She drives with tomatoes to meet me and give them to me. They do have great. <laughs> How were they? Oh, they're just huge, and they're like apple. They're sweet. I know the beef, the big beefsteak tomatoes, <laughs> yeah. the Jersey. Oh, yeah. So Jewish that we're talking about tomatoes. Non-Jews would not be sitting here talking about. It's tomatoes. a Jersey thing, is not it it? Is it? it's Jersey and Jewish.
0: But there's it was it, always fruit. The summer was like you know tomatoes. There was cantaloupes. There was everything. Well, and that's then, a
1: big thing too. The half a cantaloupe with uh, the cottage uh, cheese oh, or yeah, the half
0: right, <laughs> diet, <laughs> diet. There was when I was a kid. My grandma had like diet chocolate soda.
1: Of course. Yeah, it, when, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what, is what that? was that? I don't
0: remember the brand.
1: I don't. Was uh, it? It wasn't Doctor Brown's. Or no,
0: no, it was some other brand. I used to
1: drink that too. Yeah,
0: it was a, a diet. It, they had coffee soda. Diet yes. coffee. Oh soda. Oh my god!
1: What is? I remember it's drinking It's our grandparents' that. generation. My though. grandmother had seltzer with like the thing on the top. Oh, that it you, did? oh, really? It's yeah. My
0: yeah. Mo- grandmother used to like that stuff. Pert, perk. It was like a <laughs> non-dairy creamer. She would put it in a. <laughs> And, fucking and Santa,
1: Sa- Santa, not Santa, Santa, I just said Santa. Yep.
0: Santa. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, Jersey was very specifically that to me, you know, and I, I guess it was a cultural thing. I don't know.
1: Did you do the Florida thing too? Cause I did. Uh,
0: what do you mean, In do the it? winter,
1: everyone goes to Florida. Yeah,
0: my, gr- they went there, you know, but I didn't go there a lot. I mean, my mother's, my actual mother's there now. Mm. So I go. Yeah, you know, they, I don't know why they all end up there. But It's God's
1: waiting room. I don't know what it is, but I've grown to appreciate it. Well, that's a lot. I talk about that a lot in my act. They're the worst crowds for stand up. I mean, I won't perform there. Oh, they're they're I. I, There's
0: no winning with young or old people. There's just not. You don't. You don't. You you do a show in Florida. You're. It's almost like did
1: someone make you come to this show? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i yeah. say they get there at like 2 p.m they talk about the seats for hours you shit over there no i i'm not sitting on the end seat like it's just you hear them mulling around you're doing
0: those shows
1: yes because i'm i have i have to make the money i don't do them as much as i used but to do you But you have a-,
0: a jewish booking agent or do, do
1: you get i did book- uh, i did you- all the developments you do it's, the development i did them i don't anymore but i did a ton i know i ate after each one i ate a live pig it was really. No, not... I mean, I'm
0: not judging it because it's fascinating to me.
1: Yeah, I did a ton. But because I didn't you... like even come out. I mean, I don't say what's really going on in front of those. They'll be like, why aren't you with a man and suffering? You know, they don't. Or why aren't you making a man suffer? <laughs> how come they always? That's... Why, do they... why
0: do they how could they possibly turn that on? Like, why That's are
1: hysterical. you hysterical? <laughs> why are you making a man? What are you doing? Look it. They're all dead. We're here alone. We won. They're, those people have sex. You don't even know the sex stuff. Have no, you heard know. about that? With it's the, like the, the highest STDs? rate. Yeah.
0: That's because the men are calling up hookers.
1: and oh. the, And then
0: they're spreading
1: it to the poor ladies. That's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> the poor ladies. Yeah. <laughs> That's For some reason, I have a burning in my <laughs> vagina from Samuel. I don't know what he... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, Sam hired some... Fucking monster off yeah. the street. Sam hired a Russian <laughs> prostitute to sit exactly. on his face. Exactly.
0: And now you get what's left. <laughs> I assume that's what's happening. What else could be happening?
1: I don't know. They're just all horny. I'm like, God, right. I don't even care anymore about sex. How are these people so. What are you going to do down there? You know, I mean, like, after, like, you live your whole life, you're supposed to retire, you get down
0: there, and everyone's just sort of, what are we doing? You, you go to the beach. <laughs> I don't what?
1: know. They, they don't go to the beach. Like, I don't even think they go they to, go the, to the, beach. the pool. The big thing is, like, a Card game, like their their whole day is planned around. I have a card game at three o'clock, no, so Mahjom? I have to rest. Oh, yeah, Mahjong's Mahjom. the big, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Sure,
0: Mahjong. Like, but you, you did your gra- you, your grandparents went down
1: there? Oh so you, my god, both sides wait, what, went every winter wh- in Boca. One went to Boca and one went to West Palm. Oh, my
0: mother's in Hollywood
1: Florida. Yeah, that's all the same. It's all I the guess. same thing.
0: I, I, <laughs> I have such a, like a deep, ingrained, weird kind of. Uh, um, I don't know if it's a soft spot, but I, I, there's a part of me that ran from my Jewiness, mm-hmm. but, but it's just right there. I know. I'm the same exact. <laughs> you cannot run from your Jewiness. There's no way you can. How far could you run from your Jewiness?
1: Well, you know what? Jews hire comics. No, like, I'm just really, saying, like, I like, know. I do kinda, I seem really Jewish? No,
0: but I could, you can. no, you could be Italian. Yeah. I mean, I could kind of pass because I'm a little waspy looking and I could shut it down. But, yeah, you can. But, 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 like, it's like, it just doesn't take much to activate it. No, you could totally I be Italian.
1: Yeah, but I do have, I'm very Jewish in certain ways.
0: Well, how'd you, how, you grew up in a weird big family. This, you don't have a wiki page, but somehow, you know, Zach Braff is like, well, <laughs> you I can, do have. <laughs> Idea. like i look I up your name and i'm w- like
1: how is he involved well i know it's <laughs> it's c- like you you google my name and it says i went to the premiere of garden state yeah i don't know what it, I, don't, I know i, I still can't I, figure out i mean it was all the information was there but i don't know what the what the relationship is. okay i'll tell you it's i know it's it's okay so my parents were married i have one older sister Okay, so I have an older sister, Jennifer, who is my full blood sister. Okay, and then, your parents, yeah. right? Two my, Jews, right? Two Jews, yeah. and then they and they were never in love. They met at Temple University, and it just worked because they were both good looking Jewish, uh-huh. and the families got along. Uh-huh. And then my mom, they got divorced when I was thirteen. Oh. I know, bad age. Yeah. And then my dad married a younger woman, mm-hmm. and my mom married Zach Braff's father. Oh. So they've both been remarried for, oh my God, 30, 35 years. Okay. And then my, my dad and my stepmother had two kids. So I have two halves.
0: Of oh, with the younger woman? Yes. They're, okay. Yep.
1: And then how, how my stepfather had four children.
0: Uh, with your mother? Or yep.
1: no? no, no, with his ex. Oh, okay. So I have okay. four steps, two halves, how and brath. one full. Yeah. He just passed. Oh, sorry. That's okay.
0: Yeah. So he had her four kids when your mom married him? Yes. So Zach is one of yes. them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you were 13, so you had a relationship with these people.
1: Very strong. We're all very close. I'm That's I'm smart. really lucky because everyone gets along. Well, that makes
0: all sense because he wrote the Jer- the Garden State. He's the Jersey guy. Yeah, it's a exactly. It's all Jersey. It all
1: film where I grew up. All Jersey. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And everyone's a Jew. Everyone's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's a Jew. Their um, mother, she converted. Right. Uh, i did i
0: that, that's the one bit of information I got I you did, yeah,
1: that is so funny that's,
0: that's in his bio,
1: oh okay, yeah yeah he I, I think he was what was he nine yeah, when they got married, and i, 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 was don't know, I didn't go 16. that deep in like, I, I know thanks you, a lot, yeah uh, no no, it was it it's I'm lucky because there's so many problems with so many families, and everyone really does get along, yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be nice. so much worse. But was
0: were you brought up? So that's like four, five, six kids, and then your father had two more? Yeah. So there's eight of yeah, you that it's are crazy. half and kind of half brothers or brothers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody gets along.
1: Yeah. That's sweet. Now, were you brought up religious? No. Just, I was brought up reform, so I had a bat mitzvah, but it was not. Uh, like, stained glass windows and yeah, guitar in synagogue? To- <laughs> 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 was there, was there yeah, guitars? of course. There's women that are rap. <laughs> It's like just smelled like whitefish, and woman's like, "Yeah, there, it's it's all progressive." I know, you know, the women wear the keypad, the whole sure. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's how I grew up. That's nice. It is. It's great. I got it. I had to go to Hebrew school, and I hated it. Yeah, I did too. But, but we were
0: conservative.
1: You were? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! No, we weren't.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it was just, it's just weird how these things get planted in your head. I just talked to somebody else about that. Like, what does that really mean? I mean, I'm not religious at all. We were never taught that there was a God. I didn't even know the point of anything other than to, you know, pound into your head that you're a Jew.
1: You're There's a Jew. You're chosen. Yeah, you you learn how to read this. You can <laughs> sing it for your thing. And then that's the, exactly how I grew up. Yeah. You have brisket for this. You yeah. have little- cultural
0: Jews. But yes. You, but I just never got taught about the, you know, you know, there's all this Hebrew and the, like there was never anything that established a relationship with God. There was Neither no, at all. Yeah. I don't know why it was. There was That's it was around. God was around. But there was never like I think with the Christians are like, you know, you're bad. <laughs> and you got to ask Jesus to
1: help you. Yeah, right.
0: With Jews, it's sort of like, we don't know.
1: A, <laughs> yeah, with Jews, it's like, you're good, just a, profit from it. Yeah, right, right. You're, Try, you're okay. you know, you're, you're going right.
0: to be, and no one's going to like you because <laughs> yeah, you're a Jew. Exactly. You're going to have to work harder. Right. Yeah, that
1: Everyone hates us, but we <laughs> yeah. love each other. And
0: here's some movies about the Holocaust.
1: Right. And, well, all I remember from Hebrew school is watching Yentl.
0: Oh, yeah, until you got yeah.
1: Right. I didn't even have a Hebrew name. I went to the the secretary at the uh-huh. Hebrew school. I'm like, can I get a Hebrew name? She's like, oh, we'll do H- Yiska. I don't yes. even know if why it that's right. or if I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It was just a name she gave me.
0: But you got your your Jewish name is like you know your 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 mother's Jewish name and there's a family name. Like I, I don't like, know. it Doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> so you your grandmother was was she from your grandparents were they all from here? Or did they immigrate or no?
1: They didn't immigrate. No, they didn't. But my grandmother was an incredible. My grandmother's the one that told me to do stand up. Really? I, I was 29 years old and she was watching me at a party. Oh, really? Sitting with this my is cousins. Who was your mother? My mom's mom. Uh-huh. She was like a matriarch, amazing, beautiful woman. Could she cook? Yes, she was incredible. A good cook yes, just, a great cook. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she so made she did the chicken. brisket and the chicken. Yeah, the and whole thing. Motsa balls. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Stuffed chopped cabbage, liver. chopped, chopped liver, liver. The whole right. Okay. Yep. So
0: like Eastern European. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah.
1: And she was like, "You need to be a comedian. Every time you're around people, they're laughing. I'm like, I could never do that ever. I would uh-huh. be petrified." And she said, "Trust me, I'm your grandmother. You need to do it." And I really? took a class. I, I listened to her at 29. Yep. I so, was going to school to be a th- therapist to get a master's in social work really yeah my mom's a therapist
0: okay so so in high school and stuff when do you come out when do you when
1: does that happen that was very hard for me i met my first girlfriend in college in a mm. jewish sorority this is like a porn yeah. i was a senior <laughs> she was a freshman we yeah. were both like you know long hair really pretty jewish yeah. like with the clips in the hair The yeah. whole that whole oh, era yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. and I swear I don't know what happened, but I saw her and I was like, "She's beautiful." I'd never been with a I I don't I didn't I was very confused for you a were long struck? time. Yes, are you, are
0: you, you mean when you were younger, you were confused. You,
1: I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even an option about th- to be dating gay or no. Or, no, oh, no, right, right. Was, no one was out and gay when I was growing right. up? It wasn't even. Yeah, yeah. You were like, "Oh, this guy wears a dress, but he's just weird." Yeah, right. It was not, you know. <laughs> yeah. it was Same yeah. time. No one was and, doing that. No. <laughs> I mean, someone's like Theroslan. She's yeah, like yeah, he's feminine, yeah. but you don't think he, you know, <laughs> yeah. does that. So, uh, and then I met her, and then from that day, we yeah. just spent all of our time together. We sit Did in the she car.
0: Know? No, so neither one of you knew you were just
1: no, <laughs> and we just would stare at each other. Isn't that crazy? And play music in the car for hours. <laughs> It's like we were falling in love, but we didn't even know it. That's wild. And I had a really, to this day, I'm the one that has a hard time accepting all of it. Like everyone in my life is fine with it.
0: With you being out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a, because of the religious stuff that I hear and the you know the Jesus stuff oh, and you the mean Bible of, and of
0: being a target.
1: Yes, and that people don't accept it. It's hard. I want to be liked by everyone, so it's it's hard.
0: And knowing people who are judging you yes. specifically for that is difficult. Mm-hmm. But what happened with that girl?
1: So we spent months and months and months just, and I would be like jealous if she was with a boy, but I didn't even know why. I'm yeah. not kidding. I didn't put two and two together. So nothing consummated? No, but then we went home for Christmas break. See, this yeah. is where it gets sexy. We went home for Christmas break and we were in my room and we were drinking wine yeah. and smoking pot and we started wrestling. Like there was so much tension for so <laughs> It's great. Yeah. It's like a porn. I'm telling you, it's this amazing. And we were, we were, and she's gorgeous. And yeah. we were wrestling and all this stuff, and then we kissed. Yeah. And it was like, it was unbelievable, but I freaked out. <laughs> you freaked immediately? out. We both did. We were like, okay, uh, that was fun. And what happened? It was just, it was so. <laughs> It was What happened? What just happened? And I am going to be burnt at a stake and who are you and this is disgusting and Did you end up hating each other? No, we, we in the long run, we ended up ha- having a relationship for 7 years. But I was, you know, I was really screwed up at the time because yeah. I was I moved to Northampton, Massachusetts. Wow. Isn't that nuts because it was all so many lesbians there because of Mount Holyoke sure. and Smith. And I this is so this crazy. Is where you went to college? I sold pot. I went to Maryland and then I to come like I to come out come out I yeah. moved to Northampton Massachusetts away from my family That was the plan. Yeah, and then she moved there too. Oh. And uh I was very much But you weren't in school there? No, I just moved there just to get away. Did you graduate undergrad? Yes. From Maryland. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And you met her freshman year?
1: I met her. I was a senior, and she was a freshman. So then I had to wait. It was a secret the whole time she was in college. It was really hard. She was there for three more years.
0: Oh, and she was coming up to visit you, right? We would
1: meet halfway in Pennsylvania or Jersey. It was really horrible. It's like very secret, and I was lying to everybody. Wow. When I told my family, they they my sister thought I was dying of cancer. She was the way I told her. She was she was so grateful. I was just, hyster- she's like, Jessica, I thought you were in Terminal 4 cancer. Like, she knew. They all knew. What would you say to him? I was like, you're never going to believe it. It's horrible. Like, it was the way I set it up was that I was about to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom's like, of course you're you're with her. You cry when she leaves. Like, that's not normal that you're sobbing for a week when someone leaves the house. A friend. <laughs>
0: So they all knew. They all knew. But your plan was like to keep it secret and in order to be comfortable, you thought like, well, there's a lot of lesbians at Mount Holyoke. Yes. I'm going to live there.
1: Yes. And then I ended up selling work? pot. Yeah. <laughs> I had pot sent to me in the mail from This is after so much work in college and uh, graduates, mean? meaning so like I, I had a great life. I mean, I had everything. And then I just went there and sold so, okay, pot wait, and just. Let,
0: so let's just back up. So you get, you, you finish high school, you go to, to Maryland to what college?
1: University of Maryland. And you,
0: you do undergraduate, what? Psych, you major in psychology? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you you actually go to graduate school?
1: I, I, I started going to graduate school after college. No, no. I st- I moved to Mount. I moved to Northampton to be a lesbian. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's where lesbian land. Yeah, in to, Northampton. To scissor.
1: Yeah, and um, <laughs> no one scissors. I know, it's so man. stupid. It looks. It looks difficult. It is. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to lift my leg. Like it's so.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a it, maybe. It's a it's a rookie's mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No one that's really a lesbian scissors. They but just they cry. Try in
0: we are right. Yeah, we just yeah. cry
1: and eat hummus and um <laughs> We don't do anything. So I moved there first before, before I went to gradu- gradu- Yes, oh. And uh and then became she became a pot dealer. Yes. I had pounds of pot sent to me in the mail. You're saying it like this you know like
0: it like it was like you know, some sort of weird thing you had nothing to do with. You're like I n no- I don't know what
1: happened. <laughs> Someone yes, forced doing- me to <laughs>
0: I mean, it didn't just happen out of nowhere.
1: Well, it happened because I wanted to smoke pot for free, and I realized it's great money, and I don't have to work. Right. So
0: so you figured out how to sell pot.
1: Yeah. I sold it to the dealers. I mean, but it's it's insane that I did that from what I came from. Like, it's insane that I was a pot dealer.
0: I don't know. I've met a lot of pretty, you know, uh, kind of... uh, I've met a lot of middle class, upper middle class Jews that have done crazy shit. <laughs> I'm sure. I, mean, we, I don't know what we're judging ourselves against or who we think we are. Yeah. The fucking the monsters. Fucking.
1: <laughs> I am no, a monster. No, I'm out of my <laughs>
0: This is no shortage of Jewish monsters. I know.
1: know. I love that I'm like, and I don't believe it. Something (laughs) happened and I started selling, like it just, and it just Just fell in my lap.
0: Same with the lesbian
1: thing. Like, (laughs) where did that come from? Why am I touching (laughs) a vagina? What is going on? This whole other part of you that you'd like to believe is you. Yeah. (laughs) I want dick and I just keep (laughs) being with women. It's the weirdest (laughs) thing.
0: So you, Oh, so you're like the supplier.
1: Yes. What did you Mark, do? I had it sent to me, pounds of it in know, transmission f- From fluid another Jew? From another Jew in California. I know. I know. We all work together. <laughs> so, but you're saying like, well, who does
0: that? Why would somebody like me find another Jew who's going <laughs> to To do you? business yeah, with. Yeah, right.
1: My mom's like, uh, if anything, you were an entrepreneur. I mean, I lived off of it for like four years.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I made a ton of money. <laughs>
0: But no, you never got busted. That's good.
1: Oh, I could. And I was so pompous about it. I literally, you're not even going to, well, this was 25 years ago. Yeah. But I I had a package that didn't show up. Do you know I called UPS and was like, where's my, can you believe how sick that is? (laughs) Where's my package? And they're like, it went to the wrong, it went to Amherst, Massachusetts, and they drove it in a cab. They drove my huge package (laughs) of pot (laughs) and I signed for it, opened it up and started weighing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, un- when I think about that now, it's, un- I would have gone to jail for years.
0: Yeah, you get dug in. You know, you, you yeah. Know? It's not even denial. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know what it is with that, where you think it's normal somehow.
1: I did. I, I didn't, I actually didn't even care. And you're also.
0: Around a bunch of college students who are buying pot from you. So exactly. Wait, it's just sort of like, someone's gotta do this. It's a job. It's, it's a, someone's <laughs> gotta so, fill this role. Yes.
1: <laughs> Someone has to open the Chinese restaurant in town. Exactly. Like, there, yeah, there has to be some Jew. What, where, how, how are there Chinese restaurants? In every, the, in, I don't you even can go understand to the it. middle of I don't Nebraska. I understand it.
0: I know. And, and 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 they all look like some place every time you see them you're like, Does anyone eat there? Like is that just a takeout place? Who buys the food? Yeah. There? It yeah. never looks
1: inviting. No, and how are they how did they end up in that small town? They spread Maybe out. they know they where needs a Chinese restaurant. Maybe there's like a bulletin board or something. But every town
0: has that you're one right.
1: Chinese Every re- single town. It's
0: bizarre, man. And I think about it all the time. But it never looks like a place I want to go into. Always I'm always like, How is that good? There's no
1: way it's good. Yeah. No. Well, there's. I don't no- need a lot of Chinese food anyway. Oh, me either. No, it grosses me out. I don't know why that is. It well, because be I don't know Jew what's thing. happening with the meat. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel like there's. It's not even. Chicken. But it
0: was. A, but yeah, when our our parents' generation, our grandparents, they would go to Chinese food
1: Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night is Chinese food, and and Christmas. Those no, are the. You
0: grew up with that? Sunday? Of course, my yeah.
1: mom's birthday is Christmas, yeah. so we would always, always go, go up for Chinese. Chinese.
0: There used to be a woman, I think, a lesbian woman. Uh, up in San Francisco that ran a, a big comedy show. Yeah, I think she still Kung does. Kung Pao Comedy. Lisa Goduldig. Yeah. Gaduldig. <laughs> God, G- God, Gaduldig, I think dig. is her name. Okay. You should go do it. was a big room.
1: Yeah. All Jews. I heard about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did it many years ago. So, all right. So, you're selling pot. You're eating <laughs> pussy. You're, <laughs> you're living up in Mount Holyoke. You're having the time of your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm having the time of <laughs> <laughs> I was so miserable then.
0: Oh, because of was, that. You weren't, oh because oh, you weren't out yet in the back. And, and forth I was and... a
1: mess. I didn't do. I played video games all day. I was a mess. Oh yeah, M- depressed and sitting
0: there smoking weed all day. Yeah, time.
1: just miserable. And there's nothing to do up there. Nothing. And, like, you're do- oh. and you're not
0: even in college, so you're just like the weird person. <laughs> that-
1: <laughs> I was.
0: Like, are you going to go over to her house? Yeah, we need pot. <laughs> do we have to hang out though? <laughs> Do we
1: have to talk to her? No, no to- I think they like to talk. People, yeah. you know, yeah. like you, I'm sure, have always gravitated to her, even if I was weird. But yeah. I was I was also the codependent pot dealer. So I'd be like, do you want more? Are yeah. you okay? Yeah. Do you want more? So I could okay? have. Like
0: you getting in people's <laughs> lives. You knew all the people. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. it was just college students? Or-
1: yeah, it was a lot of college students and a lot of just. Just random people that sold pot around the area that needed, and it was great pot from California.
0: Yeah, back when it was like you know before all this
1: insanity with the pot. This is like
0: like you know if you you know there was one kind of good pot. (laughs) Oh, this is
1: I saw it last night. I was like, what what, do you get headaches when? No, no, it's been a long time for
0: anything. Yeah, do you do
1: you do you get headaches? Do you have anxiety? (laughs) Do you hate your mother? Are you allergic to milk? Like, there's all these questions now. And there's... I can't believe how many... for the prescription weed.
0: Just all of it. It's
1: insane. So what happens? What what kind of bottom do you hit? Like in the sense... Well, there I hit a drug bottom because I was so miserable and... But you were just smoking weed? I was smoking weed, but then Melissa moved there, my ex... And I was so screwed Finally. up. Yeah, I was just screwed up. I was like doing drugs. I started doing cocaine, and, yeah. I, and it was a secret. It's so I didn't tell anyone. Uh, so I do it at home.
0: A lot of secrets. While I'm so, selling, so, there's always so, secrets. So you're you're doing cocaine. Yeah, you're a pot dealer and you're gay.
1: And I'm I'm. Do you understand? I'm a pot dealer doing cocaine by myself in an apartment. So I I had severe sometimes, paranoia.
0: Sometimes the best to coke by yourself.
1: Well, yeah. that's the only time I did it. Uh, so no one even knew. Uh, so I would look out of a people for like six hours at a oh, time that kind of oh person? bad bad Just drop like, it go on the floor as soon as
0: as soon as you do a line you're like oh they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> that
1: was me no it's the worst uh, i was like why do you do curtains it? clothes yeah because i was trying to kill myself i mean it's i believe you're trying that, to medicate right anxiety, right probably and then i sent myself to rehab oh good and i went to minnesota by myself to a gay rehab isn't that crazy
0: but is this before you came out
1: it was it was uh, after, but oh. I just couldn't deal with it. I just I couldn't deal with who I was.
0: And did it fall apart with the girl?
1: It did eventually, yes. But and she I, was
0: supportive through all this? Did yeah, she's
1: great. I mean, she had no idea I was doing cocaine, so it was a little How shocking to her. How much were you doing?
0: What were, you, were you trading out one of the dealers that was also selling pots sold cocaine, and you were doing trade or what?
1: no but i would well yes i think with one guy i did do that but i i was in such a crazy place where i would go in my car and drive to like springfield massachusetts at night by myself to oh, get yeah. coke like that's right. crazy yeah crazy like a cop once stopped me was like what are you doing here i'm like i'm lost he's like um you're buying street coke it's i at some point did because mm. i wanted it i needed it yeah yeah so coke is was really yeah, evil it. for it. me yeah
0: it's definitely oh yeah it's really evil Get you and that dark, one was make you go crazy yeah so you go to a gay rehab i like that you shopped around
1: you I, how be- funny is that called pride <laughs> i mean it's very original yeah. and i walked in and i was this jewish girl from new jersey yeah. i'm in the middle of the woods yeah. at this in this huge rehab and I said to them, um, "Hi, I'm here for the rehab. Yeah. I, I I I'm supposed to get my own room. Can you believe this? I know you're gonna love this." So they're like, um, "Okay, well, you're not getting your own room, but you can sit in the waiting area." I I sat there for eleven hours waiting for my own room. That's how fucking entitled I was, and it was a huge wake up for me. No. Like it was just like you're you're not special. You're, you're not just a camp. like everyone. <laughs> When's Canteen? <laughs> Do we have archery in an hour? Yeah, that's how I looked at it. Where's the, gir- where's the girl with the guitar? <laughs> When's Arts and cre- <laughs> <laughs> They were like, you can sit here and wait. And I did. <laughs> and then I ended up in a room with this woman who was having the DTs. And I have to tell you, it was the scariest thing that ever happened. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. I was sheltered. Right. So it was like, what is going on? You're throwing up. Every- it was very good for me at the time because yeah. I, it was right in my face. Like yeah. this is you're the same as her and right. So how long were you there? Oh, this is such a crazy story, Mark. I was there <laughs> doing really well yeah. for six, like I'd say five weeks, right? And then this woman walks in. Uh oh. And she's hot. Yeah. And you know, you switch the addictions. So she walks in. I see these. You know this woman black irish yeah. black hair Ooh. bright blue eyes right. great body tan yeah. Yeah. i'm like perfect yeah, I now know. i don't have to work on myself anymore right. so we had an affair at the, at the uh, rehab rehab and, and that's med- intense
0: oh my right yeah because it's right. uh, like you know yeah it's all you got <laughs> <laughs> you got to make everything better
1: yeah oh god <laughs> i don't care about the coke give me the pussy now yeah yeah. yeah yeah so we would meet at night in our rooms yeah and then we left like I was doing really well. I left rehab with her and moved. In.
0: Good idea. <laughs> it was crazy. You're, ready. You're I, ready. Yeah,
1: I was fine. I was fixed at that point. So I was completely. You guys didn't even finish rehab or you finished? No, we didn't. We didn't finish how rehab. Re- we, we decided we're okay and you yeah, leave. Yeah, we just... were just like, we're in love now. It's insane. I know. I know. I know, how I know what you, I know, you know, I'm sure we left. Well, when in- I
0: got sober, I got sober because of a woman.
1: Oh, yeah. You knew
0: her. Did you? I mean, I feel like you must have started with Mishnah. Who? You remember Mishnah? Oh, yeah.
1: That's right. right. I forgot uh, yeah. about
0: that. So, like, you know, she, you know, I forgot. So, yes. I, you know, th- it took a long time for that to become horribly unbearable for her. But, but I, you know, I, I, I did it. I'm like, this is going to good this is where I it's-
1: remember that so well now that you just said that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, we got married and everything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. the whole thing.
0: Yeah. And it just, and uh, it's a
1: disaster. Ugh disaster how long
0: did it take you guys? so i moved to indiana
1: this jewish girl (laughs) that's where she was from yes oh boy you know she drives the bmw has a gorgeous house she's gorgeous yeah she got a job and everything yeah she's like a financial planner person oh my god and i was like it it was all all set you're all set two months in we relapse i mean shocking we get wine at dinner it took two months Mm. but we relapsed together and then we both moved to jersey my family is like, what? what? It's always been women that have taken me down. Like, I've gone crazy from these relationships.
0: Wait, you, you, you the woman who had a life in Indiana, a whole life. You took her to Jersey?
1: Yes. Yes, and we brought I a place. This, this tone where you're like, I don't know what happened. I know. It keeps... <laughs> because <laughs> uh, like, I, like, I really like, don't. Someone, like someone I, else was doing it. I yes! feel like that. Who was that person? I guess it's my addict. Like the, no, this no, no, other no, no. person inside of me but making these mu- crazy decisions. But you
0: must have had some sort of charm to get her to leave her life to go I to have, New Jersey. I do What'd have it? charm and no, I, I have do, been, meaning know.
1: like I've been with great women, but... I have. I'm. It's very hard for me. I'm not great in relationships. But um, so what? Happened? And she was screwed up too. But we end up moving to Jersey, and it was shocking, it doesn't work out. How long did that take? Not long, like a year.
0: And then she goes back to Indiana. Yeah,
1: and I was always heartbroken. Yeah. And then I have to get sober again. So it's like it's always been from breakups and the <laughs> so what relationship point, things. When and, do
0: you when do you start graduate school?
1: so i was yeah so i went back to jersey and then i was like i'm gonna go for a master's in social work sure. i mean i don't even know what because my mom's a therapist right yeah which is there is so much there yeah. i mean i went you know what Estes? yeah i went at 10 oh, i went boy. at 10 years old my mother was a seminar leader is she did she stay in it uh yeah she still is into the forum and landmark and tells oh, all my, my God. clients, "I mark it's not easy She tried to get everyone to do it when I was growing up. I wanted to kill her. No, Est. I mean, it was even worse then. Yeah, I know.
0: I know a guy. He was in the forum, and finally he got out.
1: I did Est at 10 years old. I was in a group. I don't even know what
0: it is, and I'm judging it.
1: Well, you would judge it, I think. Of course I would. I was 10, and I went with all my mom's therapist friends' kids, and they went around with a microphone, and they had, you're going (laughs) to love this, why I'm telling you, (laughs) They had all the kids talking about their lives and I wouldn't, I wasn't saying anything. Yeah. And I think they said, you know, well, what's, what is it like for you at home? And I'm like, well, my parents fight all the time. They hate each other. It's horrible. And the next thing you know, I'm walking on a stage with a huge sign that said victim. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. It, it If that's not going to fuck you it? up. <laughs>
0: what is that? Meaning
1: it's like. I know they did that to you though. Yes. And then, yeah, that's the whole thing is like How taking response. I was 10. Oh, it says everything about my life. <laughs> <laughs> a huge sign with marker <laughs> on a big piece of paper. And your mom signed off on that? Yeah, she still to this day yeah. says the forum, the landmark is the best thing. You know, she tells everyone to do it. We would go to we'll like the only cleaners. One
0: with the sign?
1: Yes. Well, that from what I remember, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: Cause you're the victim.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, my mom is a therapist and would do a lot of therapy with me and she was an art therapist. So she would have me draw my feelings and then analyze them. I mean, it was, I was therapatized from oh, the second. Oh,
0: God.
1: Yeah. She's and still- she saw clients in the house. She's still around. Yeah. She still sees clients. Yeah, yeah. she would see clients in the house and there was all these crazy people that would come to the basement to see her and we'd have to always be quiet. And-, <laughs> and if I was upset about something, she'd hand me a bat and a pillow. I mean, it's that kind of shit. It's really... <laughs> and wait, you have how many siblings in the house? Well, I only had a sister at that point. Right, but right. then when Zach... Went older? Yeah, but then when Zach moved in... With my other step-siblings, yeah. it was, I mean, Zach and I have the funniest stories about these people, because there were no cell phones, so she wouldn't show up, right? you know, for an appointment, and they would just be sitting in the den waiting, and we would feel responsible for them. There was no way to reach her. She we- forgot about appointments. Where was sometimes. she, though? She was just out, like, she'd be in, like, New York City, going to, like... <laughs> And and someone... They're like, I'm here to see Elaine, and then they'd come and just be waiting, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, hopefully she'll be home soon. There were no pagers or anything. Yeah. So Zach once went out to a party, he was 20, and left the woman in the house, and put the alarm on, and she was afraid to leave, she spent the entire day and night in the house, and then my mom walked in and she was sitting at the dining room table yeah. and she's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and the woman's like, I didn't, I don't know, your, your son let me in. He had to leave and I was afraid to leave. And they had a session at like six at night. She was in the house all day waiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where's that movie?
1: I know. Well, we we were, were talking about it. Oh, yeah. but it is fascinating to have a, a therapist see clients in the house with kids. It is bizarre. It's, yeah, it's amazing. All
0: right, so, all right, so you decide to go to graduate school. Yeah, and how? Which long, I hated.
1: How old? NYU. Were you? You, but you're I older. I was probably twenty-seven. Yeah, I was twenty-seven. So you're in and out of
0: relationships, in and out of sobriety. Yeah. In and out of all this other insanity, and mm-hmm. you decide, like, all right, I'm going to do.
1: Then yeah. I hated school. I was never a student. Yeah. I, I hated. Studying. did you stay sober ever yes oh. yes for years at a time but then i would always end like it would always get screwed up when i would get into a relationship and it would end i would yeah. go crazy and right, sure. start using
0: so you're a year into graduate school and your grandmother says to do comedy yes
1: huh so i start doing i take a class scott wakeman no i took it with the american comedy institute steve rosenthal i loved doing it i was petrified to perform my mother took me to a therapist that deals with fears i'll never forget this cuz i was vomiting so nervous and i remember standing across from this guy like no yes like he was my father or something and then i finally was able to do it yeah. and i you know i didn't do well but i i did it at caroline's it was sold out it was a bringer show with yeah. 35 people there right and i did well And I was like, this is the most powerful feeling I've ever had. Right. What
0: did he teach you though?
1: Because like It was very very helpful.
0: But you're very specifically, uh, you know, you you do you have a lot you have a way of doing comedy. Where did you figure it out? Did you have comics you watched?
1: You know what's interesting? I never was a fan of stand up, Mm. ever in my life. I'm not one of those people who watched a lot of stand up. I watched Eddie Murphy and Cracked Up. But I was Saturday Night Live, Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett Show. That was my stand that was my thing that I watched and loved. My dream was always to be on SNL. Right. And I, my, the biggest thing was fear of being up in front of people. I was petrified. I'm talking petrified. But you're a
0: natural kind of person who likes to Yeah,
1: but still, I had never been up in no, front. of course. I was of course. freaking out. So doing a six-week class where I got up in front of a small group and tried out material yeah. and at least had some jokes, Yeah, it helped a lot.
0: Right. It did. So And so when you got, after you saw the fear therapist- but you went. You, did
1: your family come to the first? Time? Everyone, everyone. My parents, my grandmother, Zach, his friend. Everyone, everyone came. Is they that were good? all up front. It helped me. I it felt did. supported. Yeah. And you did good. I did well, and then I did an open mic. Oh, <laughs> God, a, and goes. I Buzz was kill. holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. I was like, oh, this is what it is. Which probably made me stay in it because it was so miserable and uncomfortable, and it was that? familiar. Um, it was at a, it wasn't a lesbian show, but it was a place called Henrietta Hudson's in New York and it mm. was an open mic and there were just women heckling and people just standing around. It was horrible. Horrible. Oh, that was the
0: second experience.
1: Yes. But and- that I think kept me in it cause it was so horrible because yeah. I like being in angst, you know, that's fight. Yes. It's being a warrior. Yeah. Just I'm used to it. It was familiar. It was,
0: yeah. And and that's, that's interesting. So, so you had to, uh, you realize like, oh, this is terrible. Terrible. So it's good. And, and now we're going to, no, but also like, but there is a sort of like, you know, to learn how to f- have that sort of fuck you thing.
1: Well, I have to tell you, the most powerful, like I said, I feel is when I'm on stage and the most present. Yeah, me so too. I'm never, there's never a time when I'm that present as when I am on stage. You too? Yeah, I don't know if I feel
0: powerful, but I definitely feel present.
1: I think as a woman, I don't usually get into this woman, man, but yeah. as a woman, I, I feel very powerful Yeah. standing above people with a microphone. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't I do. know if
0: I, if I think about it in terms of power, but I definitely, I like the feeling of the moments in between laughs where there's just a theater full of people waiting for something and I'm not doing anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's having power over I guess, people. I, that I mean, that's be, what it is. That
0: might be the power thing.
1: Uh, totally. Because they're so, waiting for you to, you're so like terrified. The them. leader. Like, when
0: you really think about it, oh, you're it's like,
1: terrifying. it's like insane. It's out it's crazy. Yeah. I mean I said last night on stage I would not be standing here if everything were okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't have to do this. Like this is a choice. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah. I it I, I, I because I've become less frightened over time. There are moments on stage where I just like, I'm so aware and so present of just how ridiculous it is.
1: It's so ridiculous. Where you just like, it's like,
0: I, 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 it's on me to do this show, but like, I don't have to.
1: I've said that. I'm like, I could go either way right now. I could give you what I. You know, no will work, or I could ruin this whole. I mean, it's real. That's that is a very powerful thing.
0: Sure, and I and I I don't ruin them as much as I used to. I, I don't ruin them at all anymore. But there were times where I'm like, this isn't gonna. There's no way, but I got to do it. I got to make you not like me for a minute.
1: I've done that so many. To- I mean, I have done that so many times. I love doing. I like, you know, doing that and then trying to win them over again. Well, it's that, crazy. I used to
0: do a joke about that where I say like. This is the thing I do with an audience. I push you away and I try to get you back and I push you away and I bring you (laughs) back. It's a little dynamic I call dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I do. I, I do that. But like, I, like, cause there are these people that I've heard about. You know, these performers are sort of like, they just want the love. I'm like, I don't know if
1: that's what I'm, like, I, maybe I want it, but like, I don't know what Uh, to do with it. uh, First of all, I, there, there is, that, whatever they give me will never fill the hole. It is not even close to what I need to fill that hole. What's
0: like? I don't even know if I identify it as a hole as much as sort of like, you guys, like, look, I know me. Yeah, I don't like me this much.
1: That's, it's uncomfortable for right. me. Right. I have to, I now I force myself to stand there for a second and take in the claps. I swear. Right. I, f- I say, Jessica, stand here. You deserve this. Mm. Let them clap and, you know, acknowledge you and then walk off stage. Cause I would run off stage every time. Yeah, I, it's like, so
0: uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me. Yeah, like when they like when they clap or they is yeah, it? it,
1: it to the, no, no, now no, it no. is still. Does no, no,
0: no. I get it because like I've built a relationship with an audience. Like I think the podcast helped me understand yeah. that. Like it's not some random bunch. Like I, I do know that I have sort of an audience now mm-hmm. that, and I believe them for the most part. Yes, you, you, you know that like you know whatever their experience of me is not my experience of me. So if it's helping and you're enjoying it, good. I don't have to ruin it because. You know, I don't feel the same way about me. I that have you the don't.
1: exact same experience. They're all like, do you know how great you are? I'm like, no, and I never will, but thank you so much for saying that. That's what I mean. I will never take it in the way that I probably should. Ever, I,
0: just, I can't, like, I'm still like the guy, like, when people be like, great show, and I'm like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's a, are you kidding? Like, I'm
0: just, let me just it, take it, your experience
1: away. Yeah. We really had a good time, like, I didn't feel like I, did. yesterday yeah, was better. I yeah, I don't know. That one joke didn't work in the hour and a half. That one joke was just, and I always yeah, yeah, find, yeah, yeah. I know you, everyone says this, but I really do find the one guy just staring. Always. I, always. I will find them if it's five thousand people. I and will I tend, find them. like,
0: yeah, I tend to like, I will look at people. Like, I've people have like written me emails afterwards. So, like, I don't know if you knew that you were looking at me, but it was uh, difficult for me. <laughs> 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 You're you Made at me, me the, uncomfortable. The whole show, you kept looking at me. Do you know you? Did? Oh,
1: I do the same thing. It's
0: weird. I, I try to be aware of it. Like when I'm looking at somebody and I, you know, I can see them. So sort of like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, I'm just here trying to enjoy a show. And you're like, (laughs) just staring.
0: (laughs) I try to look up around, like, you know, look around. Me too. I did that. Uh, That is so funny, Mark. I did the
1: exact same thing on both shows last night. I kept looking Uh, around, but I couldn't see anything.
0: In the main room? Yeah. Yeah. Weird room.
1: Have you gone on stage with the victim sign? That's such a good idea. I want to put it in a movie or a... (laughs) That is insane. That's my T-shirt. Victim. Insane, <laughs> insane. But so that's wait. one of many stories of insane but what stuff.
0: Was, what was your relationship with the like
1: w- with your dad or your stepfather? Like, was that all right? So my dad is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. He's hysterically your real funny. dad. Yeah, he's yeah. very black and white. Yeah. Very. Um, he he's different they're complete opposites my mother is a liberal you know yeah. th- artist right. hippie my dad is old school businessman black and white kind of guy yeah. and they they still respect and love each other but they just were that's not nice. right for each other yeah. at all uh and he was very available to me when i was growing up oh, and nice. took care of me yeah. he was also very intense you yeah. know very moody right and um my stepfather was the opposite of my father. He uh-huh. was like, missed, like, he marched with Martin Luther King. He he used to run couples courses with my mother out of the house. This is like the Fokker stuff. Yeah, right. So they'd have like yeah. a bonding weekend, oh, sex wow. weekends. Like, it's so crazy. Uh,
0: <laughs> and your real dad was just pragmatic. He's like, I don't
1: believe in therapy. Just <laughs> fucking get over it. You know, so it's, their, See, they choose. Nice balance. Yeah. <laughs> you probably
0: needed your father occasionally. Yeah, he still call,
1: him- talks about himself in third person. Like, daddy loves you. Daddy's proud of you. <laughs> Daddy's proud you just did a special. Daddy thinks you're good. Daddy's daddy and I'm like, um, this is a little odd. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm trying I've I've been trying to figure out for myself what is this inability to accept love? You know, like what, you know, cuz I I tend to think it's because my parents were so self-involved and so needy that it it feels loaded to me. That, me like, too. like, that that any love is sort of innately manipulative. Like, I a, understand that. Like, um, it's going to erase me somehow, your love. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, for
1: me, what it's What does also, it cost? Yeah. What's it going to cost me? Yeah. What, you do, you, what do you want from me <laughs> if I accept your love? Yeah. What, what are you going to you know, take from me exactly. or want from me? Yeah. What is it? Well, I think part of it also is, for me, is having. You know, parents then are narcissistic and right. and and then also I never allowed myself to rise, meaning like if I did something with my mom, I would always like kind of want her to win, let her win or do, I, I can't explain it. I kind of took care of them in certain ways. Right. I've always felt bad talking about them a lot, been protective yeah. of them. right? So it's hard for me to allow myself to be the best I can be. I just cut right. myself down a little yeah. bit so that they would shine.
0: Huh. Yeah, because I mean, I definitely had that thing where, you know, Where they, it's almost like they install a limiter Mm -hmm. in your brain. Like, you know, how do I, you know, how do I transcend this garbage? Like, you know, whatever the fuck they, the, whatever, yeah. whatever they are you know how do I get above that because there seems to be some part of their insecurity or their lot in life that, that is going to make you insecure about yourself I don't. I can't, I can't quite figure it out but it's just like you're going to only hit the level that they allow you to hit by the wiring they put in you, you know? as and, a
1: child that's very true for me mm. I wasn't like encouraged to be the best I can be and oh you did great on a test and then yeah. like it wasn't like that for me now it's more like that but mm. So I just always kept myself mediocre. Right. So the comedy is really the one thing that's like really hitting hard right now, and it's very uncomfortable for me because there's a lot of success right now, and I'm really I'm having a great time with it. It's yeah. great, but it's incredibly uncomfortable. Like in
0: what way? What what is what is going? Because on I'm here?
1: not supposed to be like one of the best. I'm not. I've always kept my like. I play tennis. I was always second level singles. I was always. I never let right, myself right, really. Right. Succeed to my full potential, Potential, right? So now I'm I'm working on it. I'm talking about in therapy and I'm really allowing it because I've worked so hard for 20 years. I'm like, this is crazy. I have to let it happen.
0: And you got a special Bill Burr produced a special. Yes, that's great.
1: Yeah. He called me out of nowhere. Mm. It's the one thing. I'm not like, oh, I haven't gotten this, and this one gets that. It's the one thing I was like, this is ridiculous. What? That you I don't really have a should have a special. Yeah. Yeah. After that a was the point. one thing I was like, this is insane.
0: Yeah, there's a special called Open Mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no idea. Like, yeah, why
0: shouldn't everyone have? <laughs> Right. I know.
1: I'm seeing all these people. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous.
0: Well, that's nice. And that was spontaneous. He just called you? He yeah. did. He
1: saw me at the Patrice O'Neill benefit. Oh, good. I yeah. do a thing where I turn around and talk to myself on stage. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw me do that. My special's called Talking to Myself. Yeah. I mean, it's something you would really get. I'm excited. Because I, I turn around and I encourage myself in my back to the audience. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. You're going to do great. Doesn't matter what these people think. You need to love yourself. You know, right. like- and uh, most people get it. Some people think I'm having a nervous breakdown, right. but uh, he loved that. Yeah. And De Niro actually remember he saw me do that at the cellar and right. flipped out right. and hired me to work on a movie with him. Right.
0: The comedians. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's artists get that the yeah. whole inner monologue right. Right. talking to sure, myself sure. and yeah. trying to motivate myself. Yeah. And uh and then um we taped the special and it's coming out December sixth. Great. great.
0: That's so exciting.
1: Yeah. It's a good story because he. Chose this older, you know, lesbian comedian. It's like a fun. It's an interesting story. Like he, he didn't. It's just he, he chose didn't know who, you. He knew me. and We were friendly, right? But he really tried to choose people. He got a deal for three comics, and he yeah. tried to choose people he thought really deserved it and were the funniest, right? And that made me feel good. It That's was great. for no other reason than I thought I was funny.
0: Yeah. Well, that, well, that's, yeah. Well, you, that's great. Yeah. 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 And, and it's another comedian, a respectable, you know, funny guy. Yeah. You get respect from him and, you know, and you feel like you, you, you did it. Right. And you did.
1: Yeah. Everything I've ever gotten, I'm not kidding, like nine out of ten things is from comics. Really? Yeah, it's usually from a, another comedian referring me. Well, that's sweet. It is. And live shows, like, what else is going on? So I'm touring a lot now. I'm also making a movie I'm executive producing for FX about female comedians, a documentary. It's the first movie that um, FX is putting, they're going to put in theaters, and then it's going to land on FX. And
0: are you're one of the people who's in it?
1: I'm in it, and I'm producing it, yeah. Who else yeah. is in it? Oh, God. I mean, Amy Schumer agreed, um, Fortune Feimster, Sarah, uh, Sarah, Sandra Bernhardt, Margaret Cho, they all agreed to do it. Uh, a lot of people, Lane Boozler, Rita Rudner. Great. All different ages. Yeah. Old, and it's not going to be some bitch fest, you know, like, oh, it's been hard. And right. I want people to watch it and then go see female comics after. That's my goal. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And you're touring a lot? Touring a lot. And I started a podcast- uh it's called Relatively Sane, and yeah. it's it's not just comics being funny. That's right. not what I wanted to do. It's yeah. more right. talking right, and real. Yeah. Um, and I, I love doing it. I get Wait. it. I, lo- I I get that you love this right. and doing it for so long because it's- It's I,
0: funny. It's like it like gets you out of yourself. You have yes. a good time. Get some laughs.
1: Yeah. I, I, and it's called Relatively Sane because it's a lot about family stuff. I've done too with my mom, and she's a brilliant therapist. I'm right. talking- she really is. Oh, she still practices
0: and she's Did you uh, did she uh, is she giving you any pointers?
1: Yeah, like it's all her giving pointers and us laughing about stuff that happened, stuff I told you. Uh-huh. About, you know, no resentment against any of these people? I mean, I go in and out of resentment. You know, if I'm not working on myself. Yeah. Obviously, as you know, I will get very resentful. Right. And if I'm working on myself, I don't even think about it that's literally where it is they've my parents have both apologized for stuff i'm very lucky most people never had that yeah they've both apologized and said i never meant to hurt you or do anything we were young so i and i love them they're they're great but now i'm a parent so i get are you yeah oh my god mark i have four fucking kids what i know i know (laughs) i have four daughters when did that happen well, I had one with my ex, Sherry, who's, Zoe is 13. When was She doesn't live with this? me. This was the f- one, this was the one right when I started comedy. We didn't get into that, but when I was, uh, just left graduate school and yeah. started comedy, I was flyering at the duplex in New York City and she yeah. walked up to me and that was it. Yeah. 12 years together. And, and we had you a have daughter. Uh, She had the baby with a donor Uh that had all my characteristics. Yeah. So Jewish, dark hair, dark eyes. Interesting. Yeah. And you can hear, it's incredible. You can hear interviews and see pictures now. It was unreal. Like you, it's crazy. Of the donor. Yes. And Zoe is stunning. My 13 year old is a knockout. She's an actress and a Uh singer. Uh huh. And she doesn't live with me, but she lives right near me.
0: And you get along with her? Yes. With she's the mother? My, yes. We yeah. all get along. Oh, I mean, it
1: took a while, but we We're, all yeah. get along great. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't have legal rights, because we got married, and it wasn't legal at the time. Right. So it was difficult. Yeah. It was very difficult. And then I got remarried to my wife, Danielle.
0: Who you're with now. Mm-hmm.
1: And we, had a, we have a three-and-a-half-year-old yeah. who uh, was born with heart disease. It's very heavy. Very uh, she was born with a major heart problem.
0: Who who carried the kid? You? She did. Oh, she no, did. I have.
1: I, I never would have ever carried a child if you paid me. I right. never once thought about it for right. even a second. Yeah. I never even thought I would have kids. Okay, and so... The, so we had uh, Isabella, and Isabella we saw in the uh, sonogram that she had... Um,
0: valve problem? Yes,
1: major. Like Jimmy Kimmel, major, major, not uh, a hole, uh, not... So she was born with one large valve that was is called truncus arteriosis. It's a it looks like a mangled trunk yeah. of a tree. It's horrible. So she has two major problems. You know she has a cow's jugular and we have to get it replaced. She's had three open heart surgeries and a stent. Can you believe that mm. in three and a half years? Mm. And uh, and she's okay right now, but she's going to need more open heart surgeries. How old is she? She's going to be four in November. No, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And then. Uh, you're not even going to believe this, but I have three-month-old twins. Really? Yeah. So we wanted Isabella to have a younger yeah. sibling. Yeah. And then we go for in vitro. Right. And they're like, oh, it didn't work. And we're like, oh, God. So we try again. Now it's twins. Can you believe this? So now. And th- she just had them? Yeah, three months ago. And they're all girls. I have four girls. Wow. It's an incredible story, because I really never thought I would have one child. And you live in the city? we live on long island uh-huh and uh and i love it but it's challenging yeah it's very challenging as a comic as you sure. know i'm on the road yeah. And yeah it's it's a lot right danielle had to stop working full-time because of isabella of yeah well because of the the, all the doctor's right. appointments and surgeries right. Right. And,
0: but you're managing
1: and she's a therapist too she's an addiction therapist Maybe she can just start seeing people in the house. She is. Mark, this is unreal. So we're looking for houses, and she's going to see people in the house. I'm reliving my entire life. Isn't that unreal? Yeah.
0: You're just going to make another you. I am. (laughs) Right. The same story. Four of me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they're different because my mother's very old school therapist, yeah. obviously the S stuff and, right. the, and Danielle deals with teens with addiction issues. So uh-huh. she's like, get over it. Right. Like she's tough.
0: Right. Right. It's
1: very different therapy.
0: But she's recovery based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. She's recovering herself. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. yeah.
0: Everybody's recovering. Yeah.
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Everyone's recovering. Everybody's okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, no one's going <laughs> to die soon. But yeah. I'm
0: glad you're doing good. This was very enjoyable. I am. Wait, so what happened with De Niro? Like, how do you know that guy? It's
1: really a crazy story. Um, Because I
0: remember that movie. Like, I know there's a lot of talk about it, you know, and I know, who was the woman in it?
1: Oh, there was a lot of people in it. Edie Falco, Leslie Mann. You know, I became friends with all of them. Uh, What was Harvey Keitel, Danny DeVito? It's an incredible story. I was performing at the Comedy Cellar. he was there. De Niro with Taylor Ackford. The director. They were looking for comics to be in it. Right. And De Niro loved what I did. I get. I'm at a gig. One of those Jewish development gigs on that Saturday. Yep in florida at my father's apartment 12 o'clock around 12 i get a call from taylor hackford i have no idea who he is i i have no call- i don't know he wh- tells you who i he is. don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea who he
1: is. yeah i'm like no so he did he the said thing this thing is like, taylor this hackford happened. i'm like <laughs> who i'm like uh-huh yeah okay i have no i don't know who anyone yeah, is me neither. i never I have and i never will i don't either. so he says uh we saw uh, bought- people i know for 20 years me too they, like they come up i like, don't even know who you uh, are <laughs> no i really don't know who people are it's horrible I'm so self-involved that I I don't remember names. It's
0: ridiculous because we could train ourselves to do it. Yeah, but- at this, who cares? I fucking hate that though. I don't. But now because I've lived so many places, it's sort of like I, you're gonna have to give me a time frame and a city.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or a scent I can follow. Something. Me yeah, too. I don't know who. So anyone embarrassing
0: anyone. to know people for twenty years, and be like, this is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait for them to introduce themselves to people. That I tell you're with? people
1: you have to introduce yourself because I don't know remember who anyone is. It's so embarrassing. It's just. All right. So Taylor so, calls. So Taylor calls. He's like, "This is Terrell Hackford." I'm like, "Uh huh. Okay." Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> said, no I'm like you're a telemarketer no idea and he goes Bob and I would like to meet you on Wednesday and I go Bob who <laughs> this is literally how the conversation went and he goes Bob De Niro and I and I go okay I have no idea right. what's going on right <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay." And they're like, "We want to talk to you about being in our movie." And I was like, "Wow." Like it was crazy yeah. getting that call. Right, it was crazy. Right. Yeah. So I go on a Wednesday yeah. to the production office and I sit with the two of them and I hit it off with De Niro. I I don't know what happened. I think he realized I don't give a shit. Right, I right. was not kissing his ass. Yeah. I didn't to this day, I it sounds insane. It doesn't even phase me. I was like Whatever, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking to me, and it turned into a three hour conversation. Harvey Keitel walks in, and he's like, Taylor, you like this haircut for the movie? I mean, it was, I thought I was on acid or something. I didn't know what was going on. Right. But I had taught comedy for years at Gotham Comedy Club. So I told them that. Because he had to act like a comic who's been around for 35 years. You
0: taught over there? for? I did. I didn't realize that. They just offer classes? You worked directly for Chris or what?
1: I did. Like I worked for Chris and I just loved teaching people. It wasn't beginners. It was people who had already been in it for a while. But I just... I love teaching. Uh I love to teach. Yeah. And so I told them that and then bob just took a liking to me and yeah. he hired me to i the next morning i met him at his house his apartment and i there was a mic and a microphone and a, and i taught him how to do stand-up and then i met him every morning he he like i became his person didn't he
0: study it once before
1: yeah King but not comedy? like that right like not and it yeah. was so long before right. that right to make a very long story short i ended up being involved in every scene in the movie, he wanted me there for every single scene I was in his ear, so I was on a microphone and right, he had yeah, a, he yeah. had an ear thing in, and I would just make him laugh and tell him you know things to say and yeah. uh I got a, an associate producer credit, a comedy consultant credit he paid me it was amazing it was wow. unreal I became very friendly with all the actors and then I became the person where even when he and Leslie Mann had a like a love scene, yeah. they both had me come in a room with them privately to tell them what to do. I mean, it was really unbelievable. Huh? I learned so much and I kind of directed some of it. It was crazy. Yeah. All from him just seeing me do stand up. That's great. I know. I really, it, it helped me want to become, you know, a producer and direct, like do all that stuff. Yeah. I loved it as much as I loved stand up.
0: Are you guys still talk?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been talking to his people recently because I want to uh, pitch something to him because he's always like anything. I've never asked him for a thing yeah. ever. I just did a scene with him
0: in the Joker. One scene I met you him. You did? Yeah, but he didn't know me. You know, he, I But don't, you they, did they, they,
1: something with him before that, didn't you? No, no. Oh, that was the thing because I remember seeing you yeah. and you saying I just did.
0: Yeah, it was the Joker movie. One scene. I'm only, I'm not in it much. But but it was with him, and I did spend a little time with him. But he, I, it was like one of those moments where I realized, like, now he, he doesn't know who I am. He's never seen. He doesn't like. He has no. no he doesn't know who does people not, are. No idea.
1: He's so, an yeah. incredible person. Yeah I, yeah, I really spent a lot of time with him, and yeah. uh he is. He's really silly, which yeah. you might people wouldn't know. He's right. re- like he used to put, you know. I do characters and voices, so he yeah. used to have film me doing these things so that he could go home and watch them. Right, he wanted to watch them yeah, at home.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And And uh, he's very accepting and loving, but he's you know has this hard exterior. It's, sure, of course. No,
0: no, he seems like a sweet guy. It's but, the um, crazy
1: walking down the street with him yeah. is the craziest thing I've ever. I it's it's beyond. He's Celebrity. like he's like the mayor of New yeah, York. Yeah, right? it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was so good to me and so sweet and uh Yeah, I just I can't even believe how much I learned. He I had to really step up and use my voice cuz the first day I went for filming yeah. was in Brooklyn at a deli, a famous Jewish deli. I walk in, it's Danny DeVito, yeah. Patty Lapone. Right. <laughs> Okay, they played a couple. Right. And De Niro. Yeah. And I walk in. This is after meeting with him privately for months. This is on camera? Yep. Yeah. I'm not on camera. I'm going there to be with Bob. Right. And uh, and he's, Bob comes up to me the second I walk in. He goes, I need a line. I need a line. I'm doing this scene with Dennis. So I give him a line. Yeah. And then uh, he says the line and Patty Lapone and Danny DeVito laugh. Right. So it ruined the scene. <laughs> and Taylor Hackford started screaming at me. I swear to God, he's like, you can't just, this is the first day, you can't just fucking come in here and tell, you know, do this, this is a professional, and Bob took him by the arm and said, don't ever speak to her like that, if you ever speak to her like that again, I'm out. (laughs) And that was the first day, and I had a fight to get my voice in, because he wanted me to, Bob did. Yeah. He would say, just come in, say whatever you want, do whatever you want. And I would, you in know. In terms of
0: helping him out. Yes. To, but yeah. then the
1: producers, which is understandable, and the director would be like, God, just let us do our thing. But he wanted me to be his voice. And yeah. I did. I mean, he was, he hired me.
0: Yeah. Great. Yeah, it was great. Well, I'm so glad everything's going so well for you. You seem like you got a, your plate is full with family, career stuff, but it all seems good. It's all good.
1: I have to allow it. I am, but yeah. it's about me allowing it to be good. But crazy time's over. Yes, I can. I'm to, oh my, way it's over. Right way over. <laughs> I'm tired. I can know, barely get out of bed.
0: I know, I know. Well, I'm excited about the special. I'm excited. I think we covered a lot of stuff here. You think so?
1: Oh, I do. You feel good? Yeah, I feel so good. Uh, I love talking to you. You're amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I love talking to you. Very, you crack me up. <laughs> nice seeing you. You too. <laughs> funny right uh, again her Comedy Central special Jessica Curse on talking to myself this Friday December 6th on Comedy Central it'll be on the Comedy Central app cc.com and other on demand platforms and also we talked a little bit about her podcast relatively sane you can get that wherever you get podcasts and also you can go to podswag.com to get some of the new WTF merch for the holidays hats, hoodies, cups stuff, key fobs fobs. Or go to WTFPod.com and click on the merch link. Okay? Let me play some minor chords. Hopefully to elevate the spirit of my sick cat LaFonda.